The big question is, how can you fix and transform your organization's most important foundation, your software, into an asset which allows you to become better every single day? Each department is at its best when it can smoothly, efficiently, and productively operate. And to do that, you need to pay attention to the lifeblood of your organization, your software. The custom software creation geniuses at Architect Now are presenting this podcast as a way to help leaders think more strategically about their software and to roadmap what needs to happen in order to be at the top of their game. No, this podcast is not going to scramble your brain by talking about DevOps or API calls. Our goal on this show is to make you better by giving you the high-level insights that you need so you can better make decisions that will not only be cost-effective, but will help your team on an intangible level as well as a technical one. Welcome to Newsflash, your software company. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Newsflash, your software company. I'm your host, Corey Durkin, and along with me for the journey today are... Kevin Gross-Niklaus from Architect Now, and Sasha Josipovich, the Chief Information Officer at Moneta Group. And today we're going to be talking about why Sasha is losing his hair and uh, <laughs> why he's going white uh, every single second of the day managing a, an incredibly complex software infrastructure. And I think that's something that people need to understand when it comes to being a software company, you know, no, no matter what your core business is, at the end of the day, a company in 2022 and beyond is going to succeed based on their ability to meet not only their internal needs, but their customers' needs by adding on the component of customized software or buying things off the shelf and tweaking them a little bit in order to achieve their goals. So, Sasha, first of all, from a high level, first of all, thank you for being on the podcast. We're very glad you're here. And, and, and second of all, could you tell us a little bit about what it means for you uh, on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, what are the things that you focus on and, and kind of have to, to, to not only take care of as part of your day-to-day, -day, but what are the fires that you normally put out? I can talk about that two days straight. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's try to keep this high level, but uh, th there are, there are plenty of challenges, uh, the request because the, the, the way Moneta is structured, there's like 26 different uh, teams uh, with an umbrella of Moneta and every, and they're basically 26 independent companies. So you can look at IT department and, and our enterprise services team as, as an MSP for, for those teams. So keeping everybody happy is, is a challenge. Uh, software is part of that. Everybody wants software to do this thing or to do that thing. And how do you do it? And you get it off the shelf sometimes. But even when you get it off the shelf, you have to customize it. And other stuff you have to customize, you have to custom build. And those are the challenges uh, that that are on a day-to-day. They're constantly happening every day. Either people want enhancements or they want new stuff and like, hey, can we test this? Okay, you know, we can do all of that stuff, but how do you integrate all of that and make it work together? Because clients from here, you want them displayed here, you want them taken over there, you want this report, that report, it just becomes very complex, very, uh, very hairy in a hurry. 
and and it's also probably pretty difficult to figure out who owns which project and how to get everybody talking together internally, let alone if you're partnering with an external firm like Architect now to create some of those solutions, right? It is. Um, and what works for for one one team, one person doesn't work for others and finding that happy medium that will accommodate the other one is is very challenging. Uh, but yes, project management is it just becomes gathering all the requirements for, for the project can be quite difficult. I, I would imagine. Uh, Kevin, I'll throw the next uh, question over to you. We've worked for a long time, had a great partnership with Moneta, but uh, I know one of the things that is difficult in an environment such as yours, Sasha, is the fact that technology plays such a key role to how you deliver your, your core services, your, your financial company you know, at heart, but technology over the years, you've evolved into package software and you know, you've written things different, as you said, different teams have tools that have evolved over the years that, that are critical to their success. You know, there's a lot of balls in the air, a lot of evolution of those tools that is constantly occurring. Some of them are newer, some of them are older. And then, you know, alongside maintaining those tools, you are a software company. You have technical people that, that gather those requirements, that manage those projects, that write that software. So, you, you become a software company just by default alongside the financial aspect of the services you provide to your customers. And there's a lot that you manage every day there. I mean, that your thoughts on just being a software company alongside being a financial company, Sasha? Yeah. But, you know, you, you just flushed uh, uh, on, on a group point on, on uh, vigorous comments. Um, having developers on staff is one thing, but having good analysts, business analysts and system analysts is probably even more important because those are folks that go in there and translate everything from business side into what's gonna what's gonna go to developers to develop. And if that stuff is not correct, and we had this issue in the past, um, uh, if, if business analysis are not completed correctly and comes down to system analysts, and design of the software and all of that, it just becomes a nightmare. And you're just going to end up with a product that yeah, you have to maintain constantly. But that's that's where Kevin's team comes in again um, nowadays. Quite a bit is like, okay, well, we are familiar with the, all of these systems. So we understand this part, but do you want to down the road? Uh, do you think you might end up doing this or you might end up doing that? And then you just develop it with some of those things in, in mind that you don't have to reinvent the wheel down the road. Yeah, and, and Sasha, playing off of that idea of having someone like Architect now being able to see the forest through the trees, I think that one of the things that can be challenging for internal development teams is that they're so heads down focused on what their teammates and other departments are asking them for that they're only focused on trying to solve this set of two or three or four problems with a new enhancement or a new update or a new build out of software. What that means is in, in many cases, they don't really have the foresight to think about how that might interact with other parts of the infrastructure down the road. So what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, uh, someone like Architect Now being able to say, well, have you considered this? Have you considered this outcome? Have you thought about what you might do a year from now? Those are questions that many times internal dev teams, not that they don't have the brain power to ask it, but they simply don't have the time or the bandwidth to even think about that because XYZ VP from this department is saying, I need this today. Is that 
kind of what you're describing? Not today, but they needed it yesterday. <laughs> you're correct. Uh, uh, having fresh air arise and having, having somebody from the outside take, take, a, take a look at uh, our uh, situation, it, it goes a long way. Just because, you know, we, we're dealing with this day in, day out, and we get stuck in the loop. We, we, it's easy to do this. It's not that, that we want to do it. It's just you get into that groove, and you just keep doing things the way you're doing it, but having somebody from the outside take a look at things and say, hey, uh, you could be doing this or you could be doing that. Uh, we're working on a project now. We know that one of our systems, custom developed system that does compliance modules and, and mailing uh, bulk mailing modules and a few other things, um, needs an upgrade. Uh, the whole thing, it's, it's we're upgrading it to, uh, code first instead of database first and stuff because it's been developed years ago and that worked and the system grew into something that has become a behemoth. And now, you know, when um, Arctic now is going through a few things, it's like, I want you to take a look at this system because it needs to be looked at and revamped. And uh, that's, you know, one of the big projects that we're working on now and setting it up for the future, setting it up so we don't have to worry about it five years from now. And we all know the software and, and how technology knows we have to stay ahead of curve at least a little bit. Well, and, and so speaking of staying ahead of the curve, Sasha, you know, it's it's one thing when you have an internal team that is so focused on trying to solve the problems that needed to be solved yesterday that there's very little time to kind of poke your head up out of the sand and try to stay ahead of the curve and try to keep ahead of trends and really understand what some of the new technology and the new opportunities are in the marketplace because it's just a timing thing. I mean, at some point, it, even internal software developers have to eat and sleep and drive their kids to soccer practice. Um, it, the, the, this is the way that life works. So what do you see in terms of the challenge of any firm, not not just Moneta, but, but any firm uh, that's trying to balance sort of that, 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 you know, creating what needs to be created internally now, but also trying to make time for their people to skill build from an internal level. And that's what we, that, that's why we engage architect now and have been engaging them more and more on some of the projects. So, so they can take certain, we don't see them as, uh, we see more as a partner. They're, they're extension of our team. So we can focus on on future, where we want to take company, do our um, strategic planning and all of this stuff, and what software we're going to build, or what what implementations we're going to get, and then um, communicate with a firm like Arctic now to do some of those details. You know, they they know our systems kind of inside out, and we tell them what what we want to do and um, they can they can do some of those details and set us up where uh, down the road we don't have a problem and we can we can actually take our kids to soccer practice or or whatnot because they can do they can do some of the some of the other stuff. And um, as I mentioned earlier, you can have development team and you always need somebody to do great big stuff of stuff, somebody capable of doing some of those 
uh, day-to-day big, big stuff, the stuff in wildfires. But um, having um, having group of developers that are kind of extension of your team, certain things that you just don't have time for and you can't do it, and you don't have people that are skilled to do it, hey, can you guys do this, put it in JIRA, and, you know, they tackle it and control Absolutely. And and tell me a little bit about the process of integrating a, a partner, you know, integrating Architect now with your internal development teams, because, okay, it, it they know your systems, right? The, the internal dev teams know your systems, and obviously you've worked with Architect now, and they know your systems as well. So there is a symbiotic relationship of a knowledge base in terms of what needs to get done. Um, but just because a, a vendor you know, or, or a partner delivers new products, new software designs and, 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 and projects to your doorstep doesn't always mean that an internal developer knows how to work with that partner. So what have you seen has been the key to that success between your internal teams and Architect Now? Communication. Honestly. Having a lot of communication, documentation, and having our internal team work uh, with, with the our technology on a daily basis and uh, communicating and, you know, being just a big team, basically. You know, they're part of our team, they're part of their team, and that has helped quite a bit. Because um, you, in the past, we did have different vendors that they would develop this and that, and they wouldn't do knowledge transfer. I mean, if, if they, Knowledge transfer is always kind of done, but it was vague at times. So here, uh, we know where some of these people live and they know where we live. So you can always text somebody, you can always, you know, talk to them and they're they're very responsive. And uh, But honestly, I think communication is a big part of all of that and, and knowledge transfer and documentation. I love it. Uh, Kevin, do you have a, a final question for Sasha as we wrap up the episode? So I guess one of the things, Sasha, kind of at, at a big level, what are your, you know, if you're someone in your seat and, and in the environment that we've talked about briefly here today, what would you say the biggest concern you have about technology moving forward? What is the thing in your environment that you're like, I know I need to address this or whether it's an older system or security, you know, at a big picture level, what keeps you up at night? The growth of the company and mergers and acquisitions. That is, it's a great thing. It's a great problem to have, but that comes with a lot of challenges. Um, you know, what new M&A that we, that we are doing or that we will be doing, what custom software they have that they need and can, can we utilize it? How do we integrate it in there? Obviously, security is a huge, huge issue with, uh, across, across the globe, and we have to make sure that everything is secure, but you know, just growth of business and and what what everything that comes with the, with the business growth. You know what what new software is out there that we're gonna need. What new like uh, we are a financial firm and we are looking into a, a couple of different. We already have one uh, data aggregator, but we are looking at potentially another one and just integrating that into our systems and. How do you get that data aggregator, um, data integrated into our building system, into our trading system, into all of that stuff? You know that 
those integrations in time. How fast can we do this? Because once this starts happening, you know, we need it yesterday. Those are those are the biggest issues that kind of keeping up at night. Absolutely. Right? And I think I think that uh Sasha, when you mention the idea of growth, right? That's at the end of the day, that's what this is all about, right? We want to grow an organization. We want to empower people to be better. And one of the ways to do that is by really looking at the day-to-day -day infrastructure that powers everything. And, you know, as we say, Newsflash, you're a software company because no matter what you do, software powers every single thing that we do from our, our iPhones to our Alexa, to our TV, to our MacBooks, um, to our ERP systems. And so I think that having your eye on the target in terms of what do we need to do to continue to be better, not only for ourselves and our teams, but our customers so that we can achieve that growth is quite frankly, it's a growth mindset. It's a, an abundance mindset. And, and, and I applaud you for that. So um, I think that's a, an amazing uh, mindset for other people to adopt. And again, we are very thankful for you uh, taking some time out to be on the podcast today. Uh, this concludes this episode of Newsflash, you're a software company, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. No problem. Have a good one. Yep. This podcast is presented to you by Architect Now. Whether launching new cloud or mobile apps or modernizing your legacy platforms, Architect Now can help you identify the best options and work with you to bring those ideas to life. If you like the information in this podcast, we can assure you it is only a fraction of the actionable wisdom and insights you will gain by talking to the team at Architect Now. To learn more and start a conversation, visit us on the web at www.architectnow.net. We'll see you on the next episode of the Newsflash, You're a Software Company podcast.